Hi, my name's Sydney Freges, and I'm a senior at New Prague High School, taking a class called Current Social Issues. I'm going to be talking about the dangers of drinking and driving. I'll be talking about the specifics of it, the statistics, and the factors of impairment. The definition of driving under the influence is operating or being in actual physical control of a vehicle and being under the influence of drugs or alcohol. In all states except Utah, which is now 0.05, the legal limit of your blood alcohol concentration, BAC, is 0.08 or higher. An offense based on an excessive BAC level is called a per se DUI. When you plead guilty to driving under the influence, the first offense is normally a misdemeanor, unless it includes death or injury and if the offender has committed this crime multiple times. Every day, 30 people are killed due to drinking and driving. A study from DUI Drinking Lodge shows 10,874 people died in 2017 from impaired driving accidents. In 2010, the most recent year for which cost data is available, these death and damages contribute to a cost of $44 billion that year. According to III.org, 1,017,808 drivers were arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol or narcotics in 2016. The arrest rate works out to one arrest for about every 215 licensed drivers in the United States. In addition, they all have a zero-tolerance laws prohibiting drivers under the age of 21 from drinking and driving. Alcohol-impaired crash fatality is accounted for 29% of all crash fatalities. Two different people that both had three beers two hours ago and ate dinner at the exact same time could react to alcohol in a completely different way. 0.02 causes decline in visual functions, rapid tracking of a moving target, decline in ability to perform two tasks at the same time. 0.05 can cause reduced coordination, reduced ability to track moving ob objects, difficulty steering, reduced response to emergency driving situations. 0.08 causes concentration loss, short-term memory loss, speed control, reduced information processing capability, and, and impaired in perception. 0.10 causes reduced ability to maintain lane position and brake appropriately. 0.15 causes substantial impairment in vehicle control, attention to driving tasks, and unnecessary visual and auditory information processing. These impairment factors are all from nhtsa.gov. Luckily, I've not been personally affected by the decision of someone driving under the influence. Unfortunately, many of my friends and distant family members have. In my community, a woman was standing outside of a bar waiting for her sober ride to arrive when a driver under the influence hit and killed her and fled from the scene. Previously, she spent her time in the military serving our country. This just goes to show you that no matter how careful you are about not driving after having some drinks, doesn't mean that this will not happen to you. Someone close to me got a DUI about 20 years ago and now they will not get behind the wheel even if they've had a sip of alcohol. By doing this, they're also sending a message to their friends because of how passionate they are about not driving while under the influence. They know how nice, how worse their night could have been. One of my old neighbors was celebrating her birthday with the guy she was talking to. She decided to drive home that night and made it about 20 minutes before she got pulled over. She was arrested for drinking and driving. A couple weeks later, she found out that she was now pregnant with twins. Those twins are now two years old and as happy as could be. If her night would have taken a different route, who knows if those twin girls would be here. 
As of right now, I am 17, so I'm not able to drink anyways, but I know I will never make the selfish choice of trying to drive home under the influence. None of these stories have turned out good, and it worries me that there are still people that make this choice. In 2019, we're lucky to have the resources we do. People can choose to make sure they have a sober cab, take a taxi, or an Uber, or just walk if they're not that far from home. There are many other options a person could choose to avoid what consequences they may have if they choose to drive. Here are two situations that had about the same story with completely different outcomes. Duncan Smith had met up with one of his friends after work and had a couple drinks. He was a fairly small man and hadn't eaten in a while. He went to go leave and crashed into a fire hydrant. While inspecting the damage, a police officer saw what had happened and stopped. After talking to Duncan, the officer smelled alcohol and gave him a field sobriety test, telling him to recite the alphabet, stand on one leg, and walk in a straight line. The officer was pretty sure Duncan had been drinking. He went ahead and took Duncan's blood alcohol count, and the result was 0.09, only 0.01% over the legal limit. Duncan was booked that night in jail. The morning after, Duncan was released on a $1,000 bond. He went home and was told when to go to court. After his court date, his life went pretty much back to normal. Sandra Jones was with some friends and had a couple drinks. Sandra is a very petite and little woman. On her way home, a police noticed she was swerving and pulled her over. He did a field sobriety test, and she did not pass by any means. They tested her blood alcohol concentration, and the results were 0.04 over the legal limit. Sandra was booked that night and spent the night in jail. In the morning, Sandra pleads guilty and stays in jail for a crime she's now committed multiple times. I think that drinking while intoxicated is a very selfish decision to make. It rips helpless people from their family, and that family now has to do with your choice to drive. I'm sure that you would not want this to happen to you, so don't put this nightmare on someone else. If you're ever out drinking, make the smart choice and get a sober ride home. Please don't make a spur-of-the-moment decision that could possibly flip your life upside down. Disclaimer. This podcast does not contain the views, opinions, beliefs, or policies of New Prague Area Schools. This podcast was created for academic purposes for current social issues, and the opinions expressed are those of the creators.